Welcome to What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients podcast with your hosts, Joel Miner and Andrew Quadrio. Joel and Andrew are on a mission to make you aware of all the unnecessary pain and unavoidable costs that commonly happens throughout a building or renovating process, educate you on how to avoid these common mistakes, as well as share knowledge, experience, ideas, and inspiration so you can enjoy your building experience. What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients podcast. Hello and welcome back to another week of What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients. I have Andrew Quadrio with me. How are you, Andrew? Very good, mate. Thank you. Happy uh, meal. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you're having a great week. We uh, we got talking into an interesting conversation, which is a very, very common topic. Um, I had a meeting with a set of clients uh, last week, and this seems to be a massive is- issue within the building industry, and it can pretty much destroy dreams and plans and ideas of building houses and we want to get into the conversation of designing a plan without budget so basically people who or if you've you've already started the journey you know a little bit about the building industry you know what needs to be done and how it works and going through the process of seeing an architect designer um, in the early stages of before contacting a builder I'm gonna know Andrew you know a lot about this with also with previous experience as well um, yep, so sure it's just, it just, it really is a dampener. So I want to just tell you guys a little story I had with the set of clients I caught up with. Um, they had previously been to uh, the designer. They'd sort of been in the design process for the last 12 to 18 months of just getting their plans right, changing, getting all the design right um, for an extension on the house, new patio, bathroom, kitchen, all that sort of stuff. Pretty much remodeling half the house. Um, had come to me, wanted to go, we had a, we had a meeting with them. We basically started putting together a proposal for them and their proposal and budget, the, the cost of the proposal or the total quote total and their budget was double, um, what they originally wanted to spend. And this is just a massive issue because this seems to happen because nothing against designers, but they don't, they don't cost the project. They don't have the methodology of the most cost-effective way to do this. Um, and and when I handed them the, the proposal and I sort of touched base with them just to say, hey, look, you know, we're, we're going, we're starting to go a fair bit over budget. Do you want me to sort of keep going or do you want to try and rescale or adjust what we've got to do? Anyway, they said, keep going. So I'd finished the quote, uh, end up being, like I said, double the amount. And we're sitting there working things out and he's going through and he's like, how's it double? How's it twice the amount we were wanting to spend? And, all this sort of stuff. And he's sitting there doing figures and running through numbers and sitting there with his wife. I think he's going through the whole thing. So I give him a breakdown of all the hours and costs and materials, all that sort of stuff. So he had a, a structured breakdown. He did some quick figures while he's sitting there and he goes, he goes to me, he sat there, so I'm going to take this home and have a read through it and, and go through it. Anyway, he said, I spent the whole weekend going through it with a fine tooth comb. And he said, you'll know this from where it comes from. The, the, the blowout happened from the labor. He said, just because everything's so labor intensive. Um, and you'll know this obviously because you quoted it. I'm like, well, yeah, because of what you guys have picked and what you want. Um, you know, that's obviously where it goes. And he sort of put two and two together and went, yeah, well, that's fair enough. You know, well, now we need to rescale. And I'm sure you've had a few things in the past, Andrew, that uh, have been very similar to this as well. Yeah, almost every single time someone brings me plans, uh, they're over budget by not just a little bit, not just like 10 or 20%, but like double at least. Yeah. I've had triple. Um, uh, we had a job, uh, we had a, a couple come to us with a set of plans a couple of years ago 
uh, and they had a pretty healthy budget at half a million bucks uh, and they had this draftsman draw up that they knew draw up some plans for them and that sort of stuff. And I, we didn't even get to doing a proposal. I sort of did some rough figures for them to get it some bit of a budgetary sort of figure of what, how much it was going to cost. And I said, well, you know, you've got a full first floor addition. that has got four bathrooms in it. It's got, uh, you got this huge kitchen with the butlers. It's got a pool. It's got a driveway and a carport and you're remodeling all the house. And you've got another bathroom down there, remodeling one bathroom, another bathroom downstairs. And uh, I said, look, you should be looking at something like 1.5 million for this. And they, she, I think she went white. He looked like I smacked him in the face. <laughs> and they were just, the, the dream looked like I just shattered their dream on them. And like they had fallen in love. They, did, they had, because it had taken so long to get these plans, it took three, four, five, six months to get these plans, I think, which is quick compared to what you were just talking about with your, with your people, but, um, and compared to some, but, They'd fallen in love with these plans and think, yeah, this is what we're going to do. This is how beautiful our house is going to be. And they'd visualized, they'd seen themselves in the kitchen. They'd seen themselves upstairs in this, in this beautiful home. And then the builder comes along and says, Oh, by the way, you need three times as much as you want to spend. Yeah. To get to get that, what what you've fallen in love with. Like the, the just dream was shattered. It was it's almost like um it's almost like uh, you come down for Christmas morning with the kids and all the, all the presents are under the tree. And then all of a sudden, like they start opening, and you go, oh, hang on a minute. You can't have that one. And oh, hang on a minute. You can't have that one. And you can't have that one. You can't have that one. You can't have that one. Like imagine what they do to your kids. You might as well it's just almost like Grinch. doing that. Like, yeah, 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 that's right. You might as well just be the green. So I'm not green and hairy. So, <laughs> and yeah, just, I mean, yeah. It's it and if like we as builders don't feel like it's it's an uncomfortable feeling. Like we've got to yeah, break the news. We've got to break the news to someone to say, Hey, um, you know, your budget that you had, it's it's nowhere near what, oh, really what near what's been designed. And it, like it comes down to like selections, like I'll give clients selections list as well. So I'll give them um, a list of all the things they need to pick and that plays a massive factor on on when it comes to building building or the methodology and what we need to do and the materials that are going to be used because you know like i thought oh when they first come to me i thought that's a quite reasonable budget you know for what they're wanting to do anyway you know you can get you can get a reasonable kitchen for around 20 to twenty five thousand dollars with all your appliances splashbacks everything you know for, for a pretty basic kitchen um and it's been a hundred. Yeah, the kitchen price comeback was was like forty five thousand forty five thousand dollars just for cabinetry yeah. and install. Like wow. there was no no, no, snow, no appliances, no adjustments, no appliances. They still needed a plumber, still need electrician, still needed a splashback. Like it's a reasonable. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between a reasonable grand. budget and then depending on what you pick yeah. can play a massive part yeah. on that and. It's, it's one of them things where when that happens, it's like, hold on, do we need to look at what we're picking that could be the issue? Like, you know, there was tiles that would been picked that were $70 a square meter. Like you can get tiles yeah. for $30 a square meter. You know, wow. top of the range handrail, which is 300 and something bucks a meter, you can get it for $250 a meter. Like it, yeah. it doesn't seem like much, but then when you start adding all these things in and adding these things up, you know, it, it just, you know, when you've got 50 different selected items or however many you've got there, it just, it does wind up to be a lot more than what you expect. Yeah. 
it's like it's, you say it's like it adds up and adds up like it's like when you do the shopping like yeah, you go and do the grocery you go you go and do the grocery shopping you buy lots and lots of things that cost like two and three and a dollar 49 and and little things that cost a little amounts and then you get to get to the end of the checkout so it's 400 bucks and you're like how did i get to 400 dollars? i only bought like items that were three and five and seven dollars but add them all up and you're at 400 bucks like it's, it's exactly the same like oh this is three grand this is five grand that's seven grand this is this is 10 grand and that's it might be 40 grand for the kitchen and all this sort of stuff and all of a sudden you're half a million bucks down the hole and people yeah, are like that's what? a good example because how many times do you go to the and, checkout and then you you get yeah the, exactly i wasn't right. going to yeah geez i wasn't going to spend 200 bucks today i was going for like five things <laughs> i didn't even have a basket on the way in yeah yeah that's a basket you should have worst, a trolley <laughs> worst idea always grab a basket or a trolley yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never walk that's in it. there for always, two. Back, always get a big trolley yeah especially when you wouldn't know especially when you got kids i haven't got kids i wouldn't know but and i suppose people don't people don't and it happens with it happens with not just not just houses but cars and bits and pieces things you want to buy all the time TVs and that sort of stuff and you don't take seems as though that people and like myself included you don't take the budget that seriously until you work out what you want and then you work out how much it's going to cost and then you go oh hang on a minute that doesn't fit with budget or yes that's fine I'm happy with that sort of thing and and you know uh, like a an example I'll use is that I wanted to put a um, dual battery system in my ute um, so I could run a fridge and I could run my charges for my recorder gear and that sort of stuff and I sort of thought okay yeah, this is what I want new to sort of worked it out spoke to a few couple of people about what I want to do went to my mechanic this is what I want to do you know can you work it out can you give me a quote for it so I can look at how much I've got to spend so I can budget and that sort of stuff anyway you come back I thought I thought okay I'll be up for two three four two three grand something like that he came back without a whole bunch of equipment at four grand and i still need to spend probably another two thousand dollars in equipment so it's gonna be six thousand dollars i want to spend half that and i was like oh okay right so i I think i think it's exactly the same when people when people see how i want i want a new i want an outdoor area i want a big i want a five car garage i want three bathrooms i want a massive kitchen i want a butler's pantry I want, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. And then we do the design and then give them the price and they go, oh, I don't want it that badly. Yeah, yeah. I don't want all those things that badly sort of thing. I can't afford it now, but I don't yeah. want it that badly. Because <laughs> if you yeah. want it that badly, you find the money for it. Like if I wanted, if I really wanted that that dual battery system set up that badly, I would have found $7,000, but I don't want that badly. Like I, that's, and it's exactly what I thought. So I was like, well, I don't need it that badly. Like, I can wait. Isn't it funny how like I put money aside, but like the line in the stands drawn after what you want has been priced. Like yeah, and like I'm the same as you. I'll do the same thing. Like this is what I want. How much is that going to cost? Which is a bad way of looking at it. It's like how much do you want? How much do you want to spend, or what are you comfortable spending? And then Mm -hmm. let's work out what you can get. Like the thinking, we all sort of think the same in that aspect. Like. You always go, this is what I want. How much is that going to cost? And then I'll work out. Yeah. Because you want to see if you can get what you want. Like, at the yeah, end that's of the right. day. Yeah, you want, you want what's in your head. You go, that's what, what you desire. Yeah. And I totally get that because when I go through a buying process, it's on the same, I do the same thing. It's like, well, how much is that for what I want? And then, mm. you know, or I'll, well, maybe I have to strip back a few things. And then you start getting into your priorities of going, well, what's really important? 
Yeah. Do I need is that, that really bathroom? Important to me right now. Yeah. Do I need a bathroom? Do I, do need, I need the extra bedroom? Do I yeah. got to get away with a two car garage? Yeah. And that's why it's really, well, I think it's really important. Um, like we spoke about before, um, that's really important to get clear on your priorities from a very early point. Um, so you know, so that when that time comes that it does go, it does go over budget because even, even when we do designs with people, it still usually still goes over budget because you just don't know until it all washes out and until you price it all, you really just don't know because for like renovations and addition, new builds is different, but for renovations and additions, every single job is different. Yeah. There's no two jobs the same and you do different things on different jobs at different houses. They're always different houses, like different it, ages, it, it, different ages, different, uh, different site conditions, different uh, access conditions, you know, all this sort of stuff, different times when materials go through the roof, like at the moment materials are going through the roof and it's scarcity with timber and that sort of stuff. Like it's hard to get stuff at the moment. So like prices are going up. That's a, yeah, that All is not a topic for conversation. Up. Like, yeah, it's not a topic 10, for another party. 10, 20% prices are going up within like three to six months. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and um, I think you've really got to be clear on your priorities of what is super important to you. Like, like what, what out of there is this, this project? can you not live with that? What is the number one thing you cannot live with that? Like if you've got, if you've got two kids and a third one on the way, but only three bedrooms or two bedrooms, then, you know, the extra bedroom is what you need the most. Yeah. To put the baby in, for example. Start or if with you, the, the most important. Start with the most important thing and put that at the top of the list. What can't, what, if you don't have this, then there's no point moving ahead sort of scenario. Yeah. 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 There's no point moving ahead if we go, there's no point going any further if we can't have this. So put that in first and then, and then like you can be, what we try and do is work through those priorities and sort of gauge, um, take, take the first priority and say, okay, we sort of, if we put that in the design, it's going to cost, you know, think it's going to cost about this much and add about this much to the to the price. And then the next one and the next one and the next one and, and go to a get to, get to a point where you go, okay, I think that's about budget wise. Let's let's work on that design, um, and get the architect to work work with that that sort of rough sketch and those inclusions, and then and then sort of work out a price from there. And then if it if it goes under budget, then we sort of we can add another thing. If it goes under budget, then we can add another thing. That sort of stuff. So yeah, a lot um, easier to add. Like it is a lot, lot easier much to easier to add. To add to it. And it's a much it's psychologically for the for you as the client, it's much better if you kept get if you, if someone keeps giving you things rather than taking stuff away. Yeah. So. If you keep adding things, like, yes, I can get that now. Yes, I can get that now. Like, not, yes. not oh, kind of. <laughs> Gotta take oh, that out. <laughs> oh, kind of. That's who, who wants to do it that way? Like, and that, that that's what happens almost every single time when designers or architects or draftsmen are brought in first and they're not clear and they don't have a clear process on how to prioritize what the client is after. Yeah. Or they go and design something that's not what they want, and and it's not what the client wants. It's what what the architect, you know, egoti- sure. uh, you know, artistical ego is wanting to wanting to build the house into. Yeah. Like, so, and Andrew's basically saying that, like, start with the base, like, start with the bare minimum base layout that you know you can, the minimum you require to do that. 
and then add in like it's easy to add on it's a lot yeah, harder to take to you out up, and... up. yeah it's a much worse feeling to take away so so and like sort of want to outline the benefits of of involving a builder from the beginning and having them <clears throat> like someone like joel right um uh engage the designer or the architect for you and be able to like we can we can mitigate the cost as we go along we can decide on construction materials you know we can say no we want to do timber, timber framing clad to get to make sure we get this as opposed to like doing double brick or precast concrete or something like that yeah which is a more expensive construction method compared to compared to timber framing cladding um we can also you know uh <clears throat> reuse materials or suggest different materials to be used or and it'll still give you the same effect but it's a little bit more cost effective to try and keep it under budget or you know i think we should do it this way because you're still going to get you know x y and you know, you know priority one two and three um but it's going to cost a bit more it's going to cost a bit less because you know for example, i hadn't had a client um that we did some we did a proposal with that um we're still doing with them uh that uh we initially did this did this design and it went way over budget uh and then i was like well hang on a minute i sort of had, a look, had more of a look at it and more of a look at their priorities and thought hang on a minute you know their main priorities are one two three here can we fit that inside the existing building envelope without extending it so much and we were able. What we were able to do is still we still had to extend the home, but it was a much smaller extension compared to the the original design because the original design had things that were lower down on the priority list. So I was like, let's take that out and that out and that out because that you know they're lower down the priority list. We're still getting priority one, two, three, four, five, or whatever. But we might not be getting eight, nine, and ten. Just just finding out where you can fit that doesn't. It's more or less the how, which is what the builder you're working with that's should be able to, that's, that's the their job, job yeah. and the designer's job to work out the, the how of rather, this is what you want. How do we, how do we incorporate do we that into that the in? house? Yeah. And how, do, how does this work? Or how do we fit that? Yeah. Like I do get a few people, how do you, how are you going to do that? And hey, it's like that. Don't worry about the how, like the how yeah. is something that we do. You just need to worry about the what, what you want, where you want it. Yeah, Even not so much the where you want it, but more or less the what and the why. The, the what and the why. Why, what do you want and why do you want it? As for the where and what's, how, what's the the where and how is the builder and the designer's job, and then obviously you can have your two cents yeah, with that as well. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah. You could definitely have an input in that. You should definitely, you should definitely have an input in that <laughs> yes. because it's your house. Yes, it's not the builder's house, not the designer's house. It's your house. And I said it to my clients all the time. I said late this afternoon. I said, look, we're not going to go any further through these this preliminary uh, the, this preliminary planning process until the design's right, and the architect and I won't go further, move further, move, move to the next step of the design until you're happy with what we've done so far. Because it's your house, not mine. And if you want it sky blue, purple, and you want it facing whatever, whichever you want it facing, these huge windows facing west, and that's exactly what you want. Okay, that's what we'll, that's what we'll design. It's not what I would suggest, but if that's what you want, that's what you want. You're paying yeah. the money, it's your house. doesn't bother me. You know, yeah. build it any, I'll build it any which way. I'll build anything you want, as long as you can, as long as you're happy with it, and as long as you can pay for it. Yes. Yeah. And I want to touch I mean, on another topic too about the builder. Like going back to that story I started with at the start, like the the builder doesn't 
like people think the builder control the price. Like the builder doesn't control the price. You want to make sure that one, you're not getting ripped off, which comes back to trust. So you want to find someone yep. you can trust. And yep. nine out of 10 builders are there to help you out. To be honest, yeah. there's a lot of builders who don't charge things. appropriately to to the to factor in the amount of effort and time and stuff they put in for that, which can be slightly dangerous as well if you're not careful. But the builder doesn't control the price. You as a client control the price. Like going back to that story I was telling you guys with the selections, like, you know, you can get a reasonable kitchen for $25,000 finished. You know, we had just the cabinetry come back at $40,000 and I was like, what? Like the kitchen's massive. And it's just like, like that's, that's something when it comes to selections and going back to priorities, but that's essentially like, that's a big difference. Like by the time the electrician plumbers there, you look at it at 60 and all the appliances, you look at a $60,000 kitchen, you can get something for 25. Like, yeah, true. you know, you're right. $35,000 $35, more. And, than, all, and, and all because of the selections they make. Yeah. Like selections stone bench tops. Like, yeah. <laughs> massive right. island bench, butler's pantry, Matt, that's, like that's six, four and a half, five meter freaking long kitchen at, against the galley style kitchen. It's like, it's like, this is, this is awesome. I love the idea of it and the design, yeah, but right. Yeah. Look awesome. Just coming back to coming down to that. You as a client can control and govern what price, because depending on what materials you choose and what selection you choose, things can really add. Like when he was going through and doing all the figures, he was sitting there working things out and he's like, labor is a big factor of, what's the part of uh, the cost of this job? And I'm like, yeah, because it's the so labor, like renovations are so labor intensive. Yep. Like just yep. because take a long time. it just, everything takes a lot longer than building a new house because you've got to try and marry in. So it just, it, it's not me trying to, you know, saying, you know, you guys control the price and you know, where we need to charge what we have to like, it's, it's just making you aware that it's you guys can reflect on what you pick to help when it comes to selections to be able to factor what your budget is to be able to get that to where you're comfortable spending. So like Andrew was saying, going back to just picking, just, just picking the bare minimum and picking what you need, then right. Well, we've got the lemon X bench tops. Now we we've got enough budget there to add in a stone, stone bench. Top. Stone. We might make, make the kitchen a little a bit bigger. Stone, yeah. Yeah. Like just, just little things like that can make your experience a lot more enjoyable throughout. Yeah the whole design quoting, getting costing back together process. So it's, it, it is really, really important to just understand what is important to you. Just like Andrew, we were just talking about before with the, the budget never seems to come in line until the price, the first price comes back. And it's like, right. Let's seriously think about how much we want to spend. And then we when, can when go, they see the, Yeah. Like I had another story with the client, the same thing. What a nice little outdoor area and all low maintenance aluminium not wood all this stuff and it was freaking brilliant and loved it but the price come back and they said look we need to really sit down and think about our budget and they come back to me and it was double what they wanted to spend he said we don't want to spend any more than this like and it's just like well i just open my book up when it comes to that and say look here's your material cost here's the labor look you can see that the 50 percent of your costs are going into the material that you want because it's all you know aluminium not wood powder coated don't have to paint so it's it's things like that like it's is low maintenance a priority or is the budget more of a priority like yeah true 
it's, you happy to spend a little bit more now and not doing your maintenance or you haven't got that money to spend right now so you're gonna have to put maintenance in yeah so it's it's a very hard topic and sometimes knowing a little bit too much about how the building industry works can sometimes not play could in your favor could be a little bit detrimental yes yeah. so you know it's 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 a good topic i could talk hours about this but andrew have you got anything else to add to this no i think it's a great discussion man hopefully everybody's got some benefit out of it all right so the takeaways from this podcast uh today we had number one prioritizing and a realistic budget so making sure that you're actually seriously thinking about what your budget is and what's really most important to you uh number two for us was finding a builder in the planning stage to help you plan it out stick to your priorities find those priorities like joel just said and make sure you can stick to that budget and number three is builder doesn't control the price uh you guys going through the selection process and picking what you do and don't like have a massive part of um factoring in on what things cost so yeah definitely and don't forget guys um We've got a, our, come and join our Facebook group, the Builders Don't Kill Their Clients Facebook group. Share the podcast in there to talk about all the topics that we're on. We take a suggestion from you guys on what we could, um, what we can talk about. We'd love hearing that from you guys. Um, any other feedback stuff is awesome as well. We're trying to get, make this show as uh, beneficial for you <coughs> as the homeowner or the renovator or looking at doing something with your home. Um, this, is, this is all for you guys. So any feedback from you guys is greatly appreciated. Also on Instagram as well, we have got a What Builders Don't Tell Their um, yes, Podcast right. Instagram you. page as well. So, and if you want to watch any of these back, YouTube, but if you're already watching this, then I'm assuming you found it. So most Probably people have. seem to watch it on the Spotify or, you know, listener apps, all that sort of stuff. This brings us to the end of this week's show. I hope you all enjoyed it. I know we did. Hit the subscribe button, run all your favorite podcast apps. And if you've got any thoughts or topics that you want us to cover, make sure you hit us up in our DMs. We're on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, and this week we're brought to you by... Joel Miner from Refined Space Constructions. And I'm Andrew from Quadrio Building Services. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Bye.